0: A bit. Nothing to say. I don't care about the cigarettes. Dad drummed his thick fingers on a stack of upside down bushel baskets that sat between them. <sighs> I do care. They're a waste of money we can ill afford and bad for you. But what I mean to say is don't flaunt your rum springer in my face. Didn't mean to do that see that you don't. I will. Dad started to rise. Then he sank back in the chair and leaned forward, his elbows on his knees, the flashlight rolling from one big hand to the other and back, his suspenders strained against his broad, barrel chest. I know there's been talk, The ever-present band of guilt and worry tightened around Jesse's chest, causing a hitch in his breathing. Talk. About whether we'll survive another year here. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Dad wanted his thoughts. A year ago, that would have brought Jesse a certain measure of satisfaction— DAT valued his opinion, not son to father, but man to man. Now he stumbled, trying to order his thoughts in a way that wouldn't reveal his turmoil. The, this district's been here going on twenty-five years. It's survived this long. Andrew's considering moving back to Tennessee. His mother is ailing, and his DAT wants to retire to the Daughty house. Will had been right. Two families had moved to Missouri the previous year. Scholars at the school had dwindled to fifteen. Church fit easily into their house now. Moreover, his uncle Andrew had been chosen by God to lead as minister. He drew the lot. He'd ignore that. He's praying on it. What does Bruce Doughty say? "'You know him?' Jesse did. His grandfather, Solomon, had ridden through Texas on the way to Mexico to pick up cheap materials. He'd decided he liked the wide-open spaces. Tennessee was too crowded for his taste. He liked the humidity. He didn't mind the isolation.' He never batted an eye in the face of year after year of drought that turned green fields into brown dust that caked a man's face and left grit to grind on his teeth. No turn him back. No, turn him back. Every man must put his shoulders into the work here, the crops, the greenhouse, the store, breaking the horses, selling honey and the milk from Abram's cattle as if Jesse hadn't done that his whole life. Understood. Sometimes I'm not so sure. A chill crept up Jesse's arms and curled around his neck. Thankful the dark hid his face, he leaned forward and rested his hands on his knees to hide, sudden trembling. I don't work hard enough. You got something stuck in your craw, Something you want to say? Hey? Eh? You ain't been yourself of late. Did Will say something? Does Will know something? Not a question Jesse dared answer. Is my work around here and at the store not pleasing to you? Your work is fine. It's your face. I see it in your face at Sunday service when I'm up front. You look... disagreeable. Mostly I'm tired on Sunday morning. Get yourself home earlier on Saturday night and that'll take care of itself. Yeah. Dat fiddled with the button on the flashlight. It flickered, casting a weak light over the mesquite, hackberry, and live oak trees in the front yard when you didn't partake of the baptism classes this summer. Again. Your mother and I didn't say anything. As well they shouldn't. The point was for a man or woman to be ready to take that next step without cajoling or coercion. A decision for a life-